Hey beautiful soul, this is the Menopause Coach Podcast with me, your host, Adele Johnston. I'm helping you create a vibrant life of joy and happiness without your menopause stealing your personal power and sass. Together, we're making menopause mainstream. Enjoy the rain on your skin, your biggest organ on the outside of your body, stimulated by all weather types. Allow yourself to feel, and I know that can feel quite scary when we say that, because probably for many decades, you have tried to suppress the art of feeling. Welcome to a rather awesome episode of the Menopause Coach podcast this week. As always, the purpose of this podcast is to empower you, to answer your questions and to help you to navigate the challenges and the changes that come with menopause. That's a given, right? But the part I want to highlight this week is how we get to see menopause as an opportunity to reflect, to reevaluate who we truly are and where we are in this life so we can be more resilient in our happiness in our life and in what we choose that we want to do with our life currency. How are you spending yours? I'm hosting this episode today with extra sass and vibrancy as we'll be discussing how to become a resilient you during this transformative phase of life. Menopause can bring about various physical, emotional and psychological changes that we all know by now being here each week. But with the right mindset and a strategy that really empowers you, we can emerge stronger. We can be a lot happier, calmer, yes, it's it's doable, and way more vibrant in life than you have ever been. So let's dive right into this one because I kind of feel like we need this now. We are ready. We have been inside this menopause space with me in the Menopause Coach podcast for just over a year now, which is really awesome. And I feel we're ready for this now. So many women feel overwhelmed when they first enter into menopause. But I want to look at how you can start building resilience from the very beginning, from the very start of how you feel in your perimenopause journey right through to postmenopause. So first thing I want to do is a quick side note. We're just going to step to the side slightly. I want to cover off what I mean by resilience. Now, for those of you that know my background, you're all too aware that I was, in fact, in corporate for many years in a senior management role inside investment banking and other private organisations. And I made up part of their management team for the operational resilience. Sounds very boring, right? But what it meant was it was a job that I fell into. I wasn't ever really truly aware of how it would cross collaborate into other avenues or areas of my life until I started to truly understand the meaning of how we can be resilient as people. Yeah, the meaning of that inner resilience really came about for me when we entered into the pandemic. And I witnessed so many heads that you would deem to be screwed on to people that were just really amazing and effective in what they did and who they were really lose the sense of who they truly were during that time. People that were deemed to be foundations, not being able to show up in their brightest of lights. And it became a really curious area when I looked at resilience in a whole new other light, rather than it just being organisational operating resilience, but looking at playing a more attentive role to it, as in, but as human beings, 
we have this inner resilience in our operating system as well. So you could say that that's where my fascination and my love for psychology comes from and why I will be returning back to university this year to do my master's in psychology and human behavior. Super cool, right? So resilience, let's look at this. It's defined if we look at this and if any of you feel you need to or you want to, by all means, go ahead and look at the dictionary definition. But basically, resilience is defined as the capacity to withstand or to recover quickly from difficulties and from toughness. We face difficulties and toughness throughout our entire life. I do not know anybody who gets to dodge that ball. So in other words, if we look at resilience, it's our ability as human beings to face something in our lives and be able to come back from it, whether that be something that is physical, something that is emotional, maybe even behavioural, and certainly with relationships. It might even be relationships with money, relationships with others, relationships with yourself. Money is another big one, yeah? Having difficulties or toughness financially or with wealth, which are all super impacting on our ability to feel resilient and bounce back. So anything we face in life as a human that we see as being not so great when it happens would be the opposite of being resilient. I say that it's essential in your ability to be able to thrive and not just survive in this one life that you have the blessing of living. So resilience in itself is something that we all have. We have all had the ability to bounce back in situations. If you are going through a toughness just now, I see you. I am holding this space for you. And it's knowing that this too shall pass. So there is resilience within those words alone. But I'm bringing this episode today to you as a bit of a super awesome moment as I bring together the years of my experience inside the resilience space and marry it with the menopause and how women's health, this super massive topic, gets to actually support you to up-level your joy and happiness, success and purpose in your life. So I want to start at the very beginning Oh, this reminds me of the sound of music. Just when I've said that, oh, you're seeing a little insight into my heart space right now. I used to watch that film all the time as a kid with my my best friend Haley, and we would sing our hearts out to the songs. I'm sure it sounded amazing, but don't worry, I'm not going to break into song at this moment in time. I will keep that for after I've recorded. <laughs> so growth, huge, right? We hear this word all the time. How many books have been written about growth? How many podcasts are probably out there? If you Google the word growth, everybody's talking about it, but not everybody fully appreciates it and understands what growth really truly is because we do grow even in the toughest of times. And when we think about growth during menopause, this is a possibility. It involves various aspects. Okay, there is more than just your physical body health. Yes, that is included. We also have to bring into the mix of this your mental well-being. And of course, a huge non-negotiable in my space and my energy zone is self-cares. 
So on a physical front, if we look at it from that point of view, we're adopting a healthy lifestyle is vital, right? It's absolutely vital. Your body is your one and only body, your physical being, your arms, your legs, your torso, everything about you is yours and unique to you. And it's up to you to care for it. So your physical body It's vital that we have this healthy lifestyle adopted. And it doesn't mean that you have to live a miserable life. That would be just a false economy, wouldn't it? We have to be able to look at this on the physical front of adopting a healthy lifestyle that is yours. Okay, we all know that that's a thing. We we hear it time and time again. But what does a healthy lifestyle actually look like? And for most of us, it's ensuring that we are active daily, every single day having some form of movement. We're not talking about you needing to go to the gym for three hours a day to be classed as being in a healthy lifestyle, but we do need to get you moving. So we want to have steps for health every day. Hello to you ladies out walking on your steps for health right now. Love it. Take the podcast with you. Come rain, hail, shine, whatever happens, your skin is waterproof. Enjoy the rain on your skin, your biggest organ on the outside of your body, stimulated by all weather types. Allow yourself to feel, and I know that can feel quite scary when we say that, because probably for many decades, you have tried to suppress the art of feeling. So allow yourself to feel, take these podcasts on your steps for health and get yourself active daily. Even if you can get 20 to 30 minutes of walking at a brisk pace, we have a running joke inside at L Johnston Coaching with our ladies where we'll say, we just want to get sweaty boobs. If we can get the boobs sweating, we know that we've got the right brisk walking. So aim for sweaty boobs. Eat plenty of variety in your foods. Okay, this is not where we have some hard fast rules that say you must consume X amount of grams of this, X amount of handfuls of that. It's as simple. It's it's easier than that. This is about balancing. Yeah. And balancing doesn't mean that it stays the same. All right. I want you to just let that marinate for a moment. So variety of foods. The foods are also there to be enjoyed. Let's not, you know, pop that out of the mix from this. A healthy lifestyle actually starts at the foundations of socialising. Before we've even popped any food into our mouth, we are actually able to start that digestion process and the enzymes needed through happiness. Oh, so powerful. I honestly love what I do in this space. So eating plenty of variety in your foods and taking care of your mind. This is huge. Okay, it does. It sounds simple, doesn't it? When we say it this way, it's like, yeah, okay, healthy lifestyle is about daily activity, eating plenty of variety of foods and taking care of my mind. Sounds simple. And it kind of is when we look at it that way, but it's not easy by any means. It takes a lot. It takes a thought to come into your mind. It takes that thought to become an action. And before we've even actioned anything, we've, we've had to make a decision. So the thought comes in, we make a decision about, we take action on, and then we have to keep doing it over and over again. And it's not about building habits. It's actually nothing to do with that. It's about keeping that motivation and consistency going. And you are going to have thoughts that come in and say, oh, I'm just not going to do my steps for health today because it's raining. And I'll just do double tomorrow. And that's okay. So long as you pick up and do what you need to do for your body. Just because you don't do your steps for health because it's raining. 
in that day doesn't mean, number one, that you need to punish yourself and do double tomorrow. All it means is you get to then look at what's another way that I can move today. If I don't want to go out because the weather, I get you, fair weather walker here. (laughs) I fully appreciate it. Although I did get absolutely drenched in the Scottish rain today and I loved it. I allowed myself to put my hood down on my jacket, my umbrella away, and I just let the rain soak my face, my hair. It was wild. (laughs) The rain was running off my nose, but it was so enjoyable. So don't forget to live in the experiences. Yeah, your, your skin is waterproof. How phenomenal is that? So this all sounds super simple. I get that. It's not easy. I get that. But rather than punish ourselves if we don't show up to do, we get to then have another thought process. Take more action on a decision to move in a different way. It might be that you say, okay, so for the next half an hour, I'm just going to make sure I move around the house and I'm going to do some activities or chores. I'm going to tidy out that cupboard that's been meaning to be done for the last six months. We've all got one of those. And just move your body, even if you are standing and doing some stretching. Beautiful daily activity. So just to summarise this first part then, growth during menopause involves many various different aspects. And yes, we want the physical health. The mental well-being is so important and your self-cares for you to show up for you are vital. So we do want to think about physically, what are you doing to move your body every day? We do want to think about eating a variety of different foods that are there to support you, not the same thing every day. And we want to take care of our mind. This is important. So regular exercise. Let's just talk a little bit on that for a moment. Because when we hear the word exercise, I know so many women that we support and work with that will say, I don't enjoy exercise. And I'm like, I hear you. I completely get it. So let's remove the word exercise from the vocabulary and look at it as daily movement. Okay, we're just going to move and we're going to look at what brings you joy in movement because we don't need to show up to a class that we loathe. We don't need to show up to a sports thing that we just don't like doing because we feel we have to. But when we focus on one particular aspect of daily movement, well, let's say let's say that there's two core. Okay, so first one being focusing on strength training or resistance training and movement for your body. This is really important for us as women in particular, especially going through menopause as our estrogen levels are declining. So too is our bones ability and our muscles ability to regenerate and recover from that loss. So we must be looking at some form of resistance and strength training to support our body during this time. That's a given. But again, you don't need to end up in the gym environment for this. You can get really funky and clever with how you do it. You can think about walking to the local shop and taking a backpack if your back allows you to do that. You will know what your capabilities are. You are able to then walk back maybe with two bags at either side not too heavy, just right. And you get to do what we call the farmer's walk, where you're carrying your two bags of shopping either side, nice and balanced, of course. And you've added a little bit resistance to your body weight. 
So you can do a lot when you think outside the box. And if you need any support with this, jump into the emails. The link is in the show notes and we can certainly give you some guidance and advice on what that resistance movement may look like for you. But we also, the second point is cardiovascular activities. This is where your steps for health come in. We want to get you moving. We want those sweaty boobs. That's when you know that you've got the brisk walk going. And we can help to alleviate a lot of symptoms through these activities, both strength training, cardiovascular activities, and things like your hot flushes. You know, just feeling well in yourself can really be helped when your body is feeling at its most optimal state. So well-being overall is really included in all of this. Additionally, if we think of this nutritious diet that we touched upon, yes, we understand that rich in whole foods is important for fibre content, for our protein intake, our micro kind of vitamins and minerals, super important. And of course, we touched upon the fact that resistance training is super good for your bones and muscles. So is calcium as a crucial bone health protector. So if we can prioritise a lot of these things, we are starting to understand what that healthy lifestyle looks like. Yeah, like I said, it's not that it's difficult. You know, it's simple in the, the form that we can say, just regular exercise, making sure that we are getting enough whole foods, fibre, calcium. And equally then, if we think about what's needed for optimal health, prioritising sleep and stress management techniques, yeah, such as med uh, meditation or yoga. We've got a lot of beautiful things that we can do. But of course, it takes for you to have this thought of, I want to do this, to then make the decision to take the action before you will do. And that's the part that's hard for many people. So I get this coming back to it being a simple concept, but not an easy thing when we don't feel that we've got that motivation and that consistency to move. So I again can highlight that this is all simple and we can say it like this and we can have other people out there saying, look, this is not difficult, you just have to. But it's not always easy to achieve all of the things that we have mentioned above in this podcast when we're facing such changes in our physical and emotional body. Okay, during the menopause transition periods, we can be faced with a lot of things that just make us feel low energy, low mood, low confidence, and these can be very impacting. In fact, it can be so derailing for many of us women out there and people in general that even thinking about what to make for your dinner can become so overwhelming. You're left feeling less than because you aren't showing up for you. And that's a tough thing. So this is where inner resilience is the hidden link to all. Let's talk about how we get to show up in resilience and how you can take your inner resilience to the next level during menopause and use menopause as an opportunity for this. So resilience in menopause really starts with embracing change. Ooh, <laughs> a rather simple concept again, but not an easy one to do. Yeah, change. As humans, we are naturally adverse to change, no matter what we tell ourselves, as it normally means that comfortable feeling you have is about to go and something unknown is replacing it. Even when we are inside a state of unhappiness, okay, that might be a job that you're in that is not fulfilling you or making you happy right now. 
Yet when there's a change that the job is changing, yes, something's changing within it. It might be that you're moving departments. It might be that your people manager is changing. It might be that you own your own business and you're having to really collapse one part of it so that you can focus on something else. And immediately we start to have this catastrophizing inside our mind space that says, ooh, we've not been here before and my mind is spinning, telling me that this is just not going to be great. This isn't good. We're not in a safe space. And all of a sudden we're kind of catastrophizing something that has not even happened. Yeah, we hear this a lot and we see it a lot inside Adele Johnston Coaching when we help in the psychology space with a lot of our ladies. Does it sound familiar? So what about if I encouraged you to sidestep, to take a mind space for a moment instead of exploding this as, oh Adele, I don't think I can do this because it's change. You start to look at exploring new possibilities. Yeah, if we take this and flip it, it's like this whole concept of reframing. Rather than saying, I have this thing and it's changing. It's, I have this thing and there's new possibilities. The good stuff that can come from the change. So perimenopause for many of us women presents an opportunity for self-discovery and personal growth. Many women find it helpful to reassess goals and passions and even priorities in life because those change. But something that many of us never do as we're swept up inside life, inside your career or your business, inside family and dependents and all the other stuff that seems to have captured our time when we are adulting. Time and energy, actually, when we're adulting. And that can really impact on our soul over the years of us just showing up and functioning rather than flourishing. And I speak to so many women on a daily basis, a weekly basis, who don't know who they are anymore and who once had hobbies and activities that they did for themselves that they loved. Then life happened, adulting happened, and things fell away. They no longer went to the classes they enjoyed. They've stopped their piano lessons and their drawing classes as the kids or dependents on them that they supported needed them. And gradually it's chipped away at pulling away from who they truly are. And I find it therefore so inspiring that we get to hear in menopause that this can be such a transformational growth phase. It's like the catalyst for personal growth when we think about what menopause offers us as that opportunity rather than what it takes from us. So again, a beautiful reframe. And then emphasising that menopause is not an end point. God, no. The amount of people that will say, oh yeah, menopause, don't, mm, don't really talk about that or we don't really hear about that, do we? And it's, it's like, well, that's that's not right. Yeah, menopause is nothing to feel fearful of. And actually, what if instead of looking at it as an end of life thing, believe me, I've heard a lot of people say this, rather it's a new beginning, an embracing of this chapter in your life with curiosity, have a bit of self-compassion with it and open your mind to the opportunities and it's remembering to listen to your body, to seek that help if you know you need it because things are changing and not just accepting it, not just saying it must just be because I'm tired, I'm stressed, I've got a lot on at work or I've had a lot on with the kids. Each woman's journey through menopause is unique and it's so important that you get to honour your own experience 
and surround yourself with a support network that really uplifts and empowers you. Because through that, you are going to have that togetherness that helps you to thrive, to be really vibrant, right? This is what we're all about here, this positive light of vibrancy that we get to radiate, not just for ourselves, but for those around us as well. And your ability to connect to you is something that I never want anybody to underestimate, to do the things that bring you joy and allow you to be that inner self again, whether it's singing, crafting, it does not matter. Yeah, if you're sporty, it really doesn't matter what it is. It has to be about you being you again and knowing that your energy needs this. Your soul energy needs this. And in doing so, you're opening up possibilities for you that have a very vibrant experience of menopause. So allow this time to be what you need it and want it to be. And to allow you to look at this as lifting your head for some reflection of who am I? Very uncomfortable for many, right? When we think about that of who am I? What do I like? Who do I want to be? We've maybe forgotten that for so long that we've never asked ourselves the question. So in learning some key core principles of positive experiences, this is what brought through a very simple positive psychology method that I teach. Okay, you can expand, you can grow, but most importantly, you become you again. And that is why I do what I do and I show up for you in this space. Because this simple method gets to be. This isn't through anything difficult. This is a simple method, but it's not easy to make that change that we've talked about. Because that change requires you to have a thought And that thought requires you to make a decision. And then in the decision you make, you must take action. Okay, that is not the simple part. Thinking about this as something that you get to make a decision around for you to learn how to trust yourself again in your career, in your business, in your life, in who you have built yourself to be. Okay, and the growth that you want for who you truly are inside to expand in business, in career, in life, through opportunities. This is where inner resilience and personal expansion are for you. This, this is almost like that, that tool that empowers and allows. Yeah, and it's amazing that within one year, what you can secure. I have had one lady secure three promotions in just one year after doing this work. This is a real life story for one of our corporate ladies doing private one-on-one support. You get to make these changes or you get to grow your confidence so much that you're saying yes to opportunities about speaking gigs on stage later this year when previously you'd have automatically said no and turned it down for fear of being seen. Again, another real life example of one of our businesswomen clients doing this inner resilience work with me and the transformation that it's had on her. So you are the power source in all of this. You've just forgotten how to unlock what's been boxed away over the years. And this is your time to shine vibrantly in your menopause journey. So if you have enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. I love reading them all. My team enjoy sharing them as well. So join next time 
we're going to be exploring some more strategies for embracing the challenges, the triumphs of menopause, of really empowering you in education, really empowering you in knowledge and helping you to make your own decisions that are best for you. So if you can show up for me next week, I will be showing up for you. Please do make sure you're subscribed and leave us a review. And until then, take care and stay resilient. You can do this. I truly hope this episode has sparked something vibrant inside of you. I ask only one thing to help keep these episodes coming. Please subscribe and share with another in your life. That's how we reach more women worldwide and we help them step into their power because together we are working to remove any of the stigma and taboo that surrounds menopause. This does not need to be a daunting, a scary, a taboo time in anyone's life. So together, let's make menopause mainstream.